Welcome to the Malt Whiskey Trail Podcast. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for joining. The Malt Whiskey Trail Podcast is produced every fortnight and is best enjoyed, responsibly of course, with a dram, the traditional measure of scotch. Our show notes can be found at www.maltwhiskeytrail.com, where you can also plan your trip to the world's only malt whiskey trail. Now, let's get into the show. Slanjava. I'm here today with Graham Cruikshank, um, previous manager at Strathisla Distillery in Keith. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Samantha. Nice to be here. Graham, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your history with Strathisla? Yes, um, I'm a Keith boy, uh, born and bred in Keith. So I always had that sort of knowledge of Strathisla Distillery in the town. Um, and I started my career in the whiskey industry at Strathisla in February of 1985. Um, directly, um, my first job in the distillery was in warehousing, and I spent uh, a grand total of two weeks in warehousing when I was offered a job um, as a shift operator in the distillery. Um, so that's where it all really started for me way back in 1985. Yeah. So, what can you tell us about Strathisla's history? Well, uh, Strathila is, is named as the oldest operating uh, single malt distillery in Scotland, uh, established way back in 1786, um, originally called the Milton Distillery, um, and it went through many changes um, over the years. Um, William Longmore, um, a major benefactor to the town of Keith, uh, bought the distillery and probably through the early parts of uh, the later, sorry, the later parts of the 1800s, um, he uh, engineered the distillery to bring in more modern technology and bring in the distillery to what it is today. And probably the footprint of a distillery is probably pretty much what uh, William Longmore left at the site, yeah. So I believe Chivas Brothers actually purchased Strathisla Distillery in the 1950s. What did that do for the distillery? Oh, great deal. Um, the man behind the purchase of um, Stuff Island's story was a guy called Sam Bronfman, um, Canadian and head of the Seagram Corporation. So he'd already bought um, the Shivers Regal brand from the Shivers Brothers in Aberdeen, um, but he needed uh, production facilities to, to boost that brand on a global scale. So... Um, with the aid of a guy called uh, Jimmy Barclay, um, he went on to buy the Strathila Distillery, I think for the grand sum of something like £49,000 at the time. Quite a bargain in today's terms. So Mr Bronfman went on to, to develop the distillery um, as the heart of, of Shivers Regal, and subsequently the, the Strathila single malt is, has always been a a uh, much sought after single malt um, um, on the market as well. So, so speaking of Chivas, I believe Strathella is also known as the heart and soul of Chivas. Why is that? Um, the distillation process, or the whole process at the Strathella distillery, hasn't changed over the years. It's not the largest distillery, it's not the smallest distillery in the industry. Um, it has a distinct quaintness about it. Um, the process 
uh, runs as it has for many, for many, many years. And the small copper pot stills at um, Stofila um, impart a sort of a nice fruity, heavier sort of spirit, which goes to modify or to sort of maintain the, the main character of, of the Stofila a new make spirit and subsequently be in the heart of Shivers Regal as well. The pot stills that you mentioned, they are quite a unique feature to not only Strathyla but many distilleries. Why do you think that Strathyla chose to use stills like that? Again, um, the buildings you see at Strathyla are really quite small, quite uh, so you are limited to what you can do um, with the uh, size of your copper pot stills. So in those days, um, the stills would have been designed to fit with the buildings they had at their, their distillery site. And um, certainly when I started at Strathyla, we had um, two coal fire stills and two steam stills. Um, so we always said that um, the, the coal fire stills produced a much sweeter, softer spirit than the, than the, the steam fire, the direct fire stills. So it's a lovely, lovely still house. When you walk into Strathyla Distillery Still House, you see these gleaming copper pot stills and the and the wooden beamed uh, roof and I always used to think when I walked in there I heard the steam hissing you know that the distillery is running to tune it's, it's in tune with the, the distillery and the, the sounds and the smells in the still house at Strath Island. What other unique bits within Strath Island can you say that visitors should probably look out for when they tour the distillery? Um, well right across the road from uh, Strathyla distillery is the, the Broom Hill Spring, which is one of the sources of water for the, the, the spirit of Strathyla distillery. Um, that's sourced from a well just underneath the, 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 the grounds across the road from the distillery. It's a lovely, lovely water. Um, we used to have a tap in the lower marsh house, but we used to, in the hot summer months, we would always have a drink of this natural spring water from the Broom Hill Spring. So it's a major, major part of the Strathyla yeah. uh, spirit. The warehouses are actually really, really nice as well, and they're just really unique. What can you tell us about some of the things that you can probably see in the warehouse? Yeah, there's some some lovely old casks in the warehouses at Strathyla. Um, when I first started um, at Strathyla Distillery, um, we used to do everything on site. Um, so we used to uh, fill prepare the casks for filling. We used to fill the casks and we used to warehouse the casks uh, predominantly in the racked warehouses but occasionally we had to um, warehouse in warehouse number three which is part of the visitor route uh, at Stafila Distillery. So once you get in there uh, you can see some of the casks that have been laid down not just Stafila uh, whiskies, but other whiskies that might go into the Shivers Regal blend as well. Royal Salute as well in, in Warehouse 3. So there's a, a variety of different casks. You've got the American bourbon barrels, you've got traditional hogsheads, and you've got some sherry butts in there. So, so when you're doing the tour, look out, have a look at the, the cask ends, see the names of the whiskies there, and get a feel for what Strathyla Distillery Warehouse is. Actually, it's alive with whiskey in there. So, As you mentioned before, Strathyla is known as one of the most picturesque distilleries within Scotland. Um, what other parts of the visitor centre experience can you say is unique? Well, the minute you walk into the door um, at Strathyla, you'll be assured of a, a lovely Scottish welcome, a lovely local Keith welcome. Hello, fit like your day. 
And the, the settings around uh, the visitor centre at Strathyla Distillery, they were all renovated way back in 1995. That used to be home to the malt floors where the Strathyla Visitor Centre is now. Uh, when I first started at the distillery, there was a, a production control laboratory in the lower regions and there was admin staff throughout the rest of the building. So that massive renovation in '95 was all part of a Seagram initiative to sort of reintroduce the single malts into the market and predominantly Strathyla. Then progress through the tour, and when you come back from your tour and and you've seen the warehouse, they have a lovely lounge where they can do tastings, and you can relax and you can buy an additional dram, and then before you leave, you've got the lovely shop with extensive range of Strathyla. Uh, Shivers Regal blends as well. So, one of my favorite bits about that shop actually is that you can actually bottle your own Shafila. Yes, I think um, that's really cool. You can you can write your name and bottle, uh, maybe not bottle yourself, but you can put your label on and. Yeah, we we felt that that was a, an important uh, part of the experience for visitors to the site. That you could come in. Uh, steep yourself in the whole distillery experience, and at the end of the day, if you get a chance to. Uh, fill a bottle, label a bottle and, and walk out there with something you've participated in. You can bring that experience home to your friends and share it, the experience out with the distillery as well. So so when anyone's traveling on the Mount Whiskey Trail, a lot of people try and focus on certain aspects that they may have heard about or read about. What would you say is a recommendation for anyone to look out for while traveling along the Mount Whiskey Trail? I think you should gather um, as much as you can from your experiences in the Malt Whiskey Trail. There's so much to offer on the trail. Um, every every distillery in the trail has got its own uniqueness. Um, they've got their own personalities, their people, their own whiskies. So there's something there for everybody. The area of Speyside, it's, it's known for much more than just whiskey. It's food, it's farming, the people, the climate maybe not so much. <laughs> it can be a bit inclement at times, but... Yeah, whenever you come to Speyside and on the Malt Whiskey Trail, I think there's something for everybody. Yeah. What's your favourite part of Speyside? I guess it's uh, the passion uh, of the people, especially involved in the Malt Whiskey industry. Um, whenever you go to a distillery, everybody's always so proud of what they're doing and the, the safe in the knowledge that we're only like here for a short period of time ourselves, but we're passing on our experiences and our products and our whiskies to the next generation, and uh, we're leaving sort of legacies everywhere we go. So there is that sort of passion within the people in Speyside and on the Malt Whiskey Trail. Uh, it's so evident when you come to visit. Well, Graham, thank you so much for sitting with me today. I've learned so much more about Strath Island that I didn't know actually before. So um, I appreciate sitting with you, and uh, thank you very much. Thank you, Samantha. Come back often and feel free to leave a review and add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at the MWT, Instagram and Facebook at The Malt Whiskey Trail for latest news, offers, and some exciting promotions. All links are in the show notes. <laughs>